With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you start at ExpressPros.com. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Maller here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you. One of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. You have been overwhelmed with predictions, analysis, bunch of gas bag talk show hosts that don't watch much college basketball during the year, and then all of a sudden, voila, they are experts. They are masters of it all. You even had former President Barack Obama unveiling his March Madness bracket because no way can I watch the NCAA tournament without getting those picks. And so it is a wall-to-wall, border-to-border, belly-to-belly situation in the 2018 NCAA tournament. And it it go all day. We've got those television windows, right? Now that the first four is in the books. We are at the traditional field of 64. Syracuse, Texas Southern, St. Bonaventure, and Radford. I once stated at Radford Inn. All of those schools have now qualified for the real NCAA men's basketball tournament. Thank you. No, I did. I stayed at Radford Inn. It was an okay hotel. They offered a, uh, there was a, a breakfast bar, but they had like bagels. I remember the bagels. I don't think I ate anything other than the bagels. They got a little basket of bagels, which were pretty good. Uh, they were not bad at all. And you're going to see throughout the day today the usual suspects. The usual suspects. Now they'll be scattered amongst CBS, TBS, TNT, and True TV. Jim Nance will be popping up there. And oh, look over there. There's Bill Raftery. There's Grant Hill, a side by side. Len Elmore. I I like Len Elmore. I don't know what Len Elmore does the rest of the year, but I like Len Elmore. I like he's there. He pops up. 
and a bunch of other random people will be on hand. Uh, and the game's beginning, the early television window for your viewing and, and listening ple- pleasure. Uh, you know that, generally speaking, they don't try to put too much wow factor early on. But there is some wow factor if you're planning on watching from beginning to end on Thursday. The afternoon TV window, Oklahoma and Trey Young will be in action. In fact, I think that's the first game on the schedule. Oklahoma plays Rhode Island. And so you'll, you'll get that. And then the Tennessee also plays early. It used to be that you just those, those are the teams you, you want to get rid of. Those are the teams you want to get rid of. Now, some television executives are gambling that Trey Young is going to cause great amounts, tremendous amounts of television viewership. Uh, I'm not quite there. I'm not quite there. Now, listen, I, I, I am of a, an awkward position. My gig requires watching college basketball over the next you know, weekend, and it's not a bad gig. It's not a bad gig. Like, uh, we need things to talk about. We need to feed the content machine, and this will provide us plenty of content. But I want to discuss, in general, the NCAA tournament, and where are you on this? Like, the level of interest you have for the 2018 NCAA men's basketball tournament. Now, I'm going to pull out the Maller scale of excitement. Now, the Maller scale of excitement goes from 1 to 10. And 10 is like when you're 9 years old and you're about to open your presents, whether it's Christmas or Hanukkah, whatever the, uh, the holiday you celebrate there, the level of excitement that you have when you're 9 years old and you know you're going to get nothing but presents and you're not going to get crappier presents that, that, that adults get. You're not going to worry about socks. You don't have to worry about shoes and clothes and stuff like that. No, you're going to get toys. You're going to get video games. You, those are the things that you love. That, that level of excitement's a 10. And then a 1, a 1 is when your parents tell you, go clean up Spike's dog crap in the backyard. Right? That's a 1. I'm at a 3. I am at a 3. Uh, and my thoughts on this, you've got an empty feeling Are the stars real and the drama? And we'll start, or lack of drama, uh, the fact that something's missing here. Now, maybe it's just me, but in years past, uh, I recall having very fond excitement, planning my entire activity around March Madness, around the NCAA tournament, needing to lock in on everything. I'm not there. Now, is it because I'm jaded, I'm cynical, I'm bitter, I'm at that No, there's something going on. And my theory here is that the investigation, the federal government's investigation into corruption between the, the coaches and the, the people behind the scenes, the middlemen, the surrogates of college basketball, that that is why I'm not where I need to be. Now, keep in mind, though, my position has been that I am – Fully supportive of players getting paid. I like this, and I've gone with the chaos theory. The chaos theory is that Arizona ends up in the national championship game, that they are able behind DeAndre Ayton to get all the way to San Antonio, and that will ruffle many of the, the people that run college basketball's feathers. They will, they will not like that at all. Uh, they will be very upset by that. 
And so I'd like to see that happen. I think that would be marvelous. I think it'd be just absolutely wonderful. Um, but that, there's no guarantee. Arizona could lose their first game, and that could be it. And and they probably won't. But they could be out by the, the end of the weekend. Uh, the Wildcats of Arizona could be gone. Uh, the second thing here is the star factor. Now, as you know, despite my interest in the men's basketball tournament being at a three, I have in my hands the most coveted thing in all of sports. I have a ballot for the John R. Wooden Award, the most coveted prize in all of sports, professional, college, any sport. Everyone wants uh, one of these ballots. I have one. Now, the ballot deadline is on Monday. And as I traditionally have done, I wait until a few hours before I have to turn in my ballot. It's done digitally now, back in the old days. Back in the old days, it wasn't done digitally, but now it is. And so I wait until all the games are done through Thursday and Friday and Saturday and Sunday. And then I have a one-man think tank. Occasionally I will solicit advice, and I will then, after careful, calculated research, I will turn in that John R. Wooden Award. Uh, a vote. The, again, the most coveted award in all of sport, and I get to vote. Forget that the Heisman Trophy's overrated, so played out. Uh, MVP awards, anybody can vote for an MVP award. Hall of Fame, who cares? The John R. Wooden Award, though, that matters. That, that's a game changer. So, But the, the stars of college basketball, the players, and when I say stars, I'm not talking about just the great college players. I'm talking about NBA, right? And the, the, one of the, the marketing strategies here for the tournament is to try to get people that don't like college basketball, that don't have a vested interest to watch because if you're a fan of crappy teams, how many fans of the Memphis Grizzlies are there? Seven, eight, maybe? I don't know. We have about as many listeners to this show as the Memphis Grizzlies have fans. Not two, not three, yeah. not four. Uh, the, uh, the 12 people in the greater Phoenix metropolitan area that remember when Dan Marley played for the Suns and still like the Suns for some reason, and those really old middle-aged people that liked Dominique Wilkins when he wore a Hawks uniform, and not Doc Rivers, Glenn Doc Rivers, those people. Who? When John Concac was the center of the Atlanta Hawks. Those are the people they're trying to reach out to and get to watch because the names, the big names, you got to watch this weekend because a lot of these guys will be out. Right? DeAndre Ayton shouldn't be out from Arizona. Marvin Bagley, you assume that Duke's going to go deep into the tournament. They'll make it to the second weekend. There's no guarantee. Michael Porter, that's a, that's a ticking time bomb situation. And then there's some other random. You mentioned Trey Young in the early game on Thursday. Uh, there's a, a gaggle of players who are projected to be either high first-round picks or, or at the low end of the lottery uh, who will be in this NCAA tournament. Now, the final thing here is just the overall lack of drama. And part of the problem here, and it's there's no way to fix it. There's no way to fix it. The NCAA tournament is designed to lose interest. The way the tournament is set up, you are we're all programmed the same way. I filled out my bracket. I've got my bracket. The, the, we're all designed to lose interest. Because the moment that you want to take lighter fluid and a match to your bracket is the moment that people are screwed. They need the NCAA needs the big schools to advance, or not not the NCAA, but Turner, who's got the real vested interest in this. They need this the, the schools the the blue the, the schools that are blue bloods, as they say, of college basketball. They need those schools to advance and to move on. 
the, the problem also is that there's a mix because people have figured out that if you're going to win a bracket, you cannot pick Kansas as a number one seed just to roll through the tournament. You have to pick some of these number one seeds, whether it's Kansas or somebody else. You have to pick them to lose, right? Because if you pick chalk all the way through the NCAA tournament, you're going to look like a jackass because there's a lot of people that do. So there's there's all these things going on. But again, I'm only at a three. Uh, will I change? Will it be higher? Will there be tremendous games and buzzer beaters and all that and Kevin Harlan screaming like a lunatic and man, oh man, I, I can't wait? Uh, maybe. Uh, there's, there's certainly going to be. There's enough games where there should be uh, at least three or four amazing endings, right? Dramatic coaches are going to screw up. Players are going to screw up. Officials will F up. And that makes for good talk radio. Those are the ingredients for pretty good talk radio. Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. Judas Garcia. Right over there. Did you say the Maller scale of excitement was at a three? Yeah, I'm only at a three. Where are you at, Eddie? Are you are uh, you better than me? Are you a better person than me? Are you more excited than me? No. Oh, really? Are I you... still haven't filled out my bracket yet. What are you waiting for? You want to wait until after the first round and then no, fill it out? It's I don't much want, no, no, I'm not. It's much easier to fill out if you wait until Sunday. Oh, I to will. Fill it out. I will have to do it tonight. You should do it out. You should do like a reverse bracket, right? You should do a reverse. Wait till the tournament's over and then write the names in and then tweet out that you got a perfect bracket. Is that, what... that sounds like something that Maller would do. I I would not do something like that. No! Well, you have a very questionable reputation in this building. I want you <laughs> not, to know that to be true. No, it's true. You can not, laugh all you want. True. Not true at all. Yeah. Now, will you be changing your sleep patterns to accommodate your viewing of the NCAA tournament? I usually get up around 1230, 1 o'clock, 1.30-ish, yeah. somewhere in that I'm time in, frame. I'm, the same, I'm on the same schedule. Yeah. Yeah. I... I hope what time now? See, I don't know the time of these games. Like the, the, I can, the, I can tell you the times for tomorrow. Well, no, I, I, what I mean is, I don't know when. I want to time it much like with the early NFL games where I try to get up for the you know the late third quarter, fourth quarter. I, I try to time up my sleep pattern so I see the end of the early NFL games. If oh, okay. I can see the whole, I want to wake up to see like the final five minutes of the early television window. Ooh. But that would be like an eleven o'clock yeah. wake up call. I can't do that. No. I can't do the eleven no. o'clock wake up call. I can't. I, I agree. No. So that's impossible. That. So now the other question is do you DVR it? And the answer to that is no. no. You'll see Be- the highlights. You you'll see DVR. the hi- you can go on the internet and see the clips, the key clips. You don't DVR it because you'll be watching other games. You'll you'll never watch it. Right? Are you really gonna watch even if let's say the, the early game, which is what? Oklahoma plays the first game. Rhode Island, Oklahoma. Yeah. Like and if, I actually would have some interest in that. Yeah. I would if I was awake, I yeah. would watch it. Yeah. But am I going to sit there, if I if I record, even if it's a close game, am I going to really watch it? No, because I'll be watching some other game. I got some other game to watch. It is enjoyable when you what? don't work during the day, at least for me, and you yeah. wake up and there's sports on. I, that's why I, that's one of the reasons why I do like baseball, even though you think I don't, yeah. is that I can get up around that time and there'll be. I love watching a day baseball game. There's Who doesn't like on. watching a Reds Brewers game at ten in the morning, uh, California? So it's just it's just marvelous. It's just absolutely beautiful. Is what it is. I enjoy it. I'm not kidding. I like baseball too. Listen, I'm excited. I'm not. I'm just a... saying. I like to get up. Yeah. With my schedule okay. and and you know I wiping the crap out of my eyes and I sit on the couch and I hit the remote yeah. and there it is. There's sports yeah. on real sports. It's cool. It is nice. And it's good too because you feel like you've got one up on the regular people. Like we're third shift. That's right. People. 
Like those. This is where we get our payback. In in radio, if you're on between six a.m. and six p.m., like you're very important, right? They, you're a god, right? It's very important, and everyone else is a peon at a radio station. But in like you know, just the regular world, if you work nine to five, that's the regular. That's what you're supposed to be doing. And if you work nine to five, you're not really able to watch random sporting events. No, and and if you are at work, you're sneaking it around. You know, if you got the you got a, another uh, you know work related uh, window ready to click on just in yeah. case somebody comes by. Not us. We're sitting on our couch no. in our underwear with Cheetos. We're, yeah. We're hiding nothing. We are. Uh, we are. Or, or just naked. We're just sitting there buck naked. Yeah. Not just that, but we also get to go to opening day baseball. Yeah. There's no well, such thing as a businessman special. It's an overnight special. But that does require uh, no, sleep. You've got to adjust your sleep situation uh, for that a little bit. All right, if you would like to be part of this, uh, where are you at? Well, where is your, on the Maller scale of excitement for the NCAA tournament, I am sensing a ratings decline. I'm calling my shot right now. I am a distant relative of Nostradamus. I am sensing a rating decline for the NCAA tournament. Not a catastrophe, but the decline of the ratings. There's, there's, I'm right on this. There's not as much buzz and that there will be fewer people watching this year's NCAA men's basketball tournament, which doesn't really matter because the, the Turner deals for like 7,000 years. We'll all be dead by the time the NCAA gets a new television contract. We'll all be dead. So that's a positive thought, isn't it? Yes, uh, yeah, brother. Very, very positive. Thank you. I'm here to spread positivity. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Big story in the NBA today, Clay Thompson. Snap, crackle, not pop, but snap and crackle. Clay Thompson diagnosed with a fractured right thumb. That's his shooting hand. And the Warriors making that announcement, he is going to be out for a while. He's going to be out for a while, uh, at least a week. Uh, So Thompson will not play in the upcoming games. He didn't play in the game Thursday. So how did the Golden State Warriors do without Steph Curry, without Klay Thompson, without Draymond Green? Oh, nothing. They beat the Lakers. Now, this was a Sopranos special. This was a Sopranos special. The, The Golden State Warriors had a starting lineup, which included Nick Young, their, uh, their shooting guard, their point guard was the great Quinn Cook, medicine man Quinn Cook. Zaza Pachulia was the starting center, and Tom Looney's brother, Kevon Looney, was also in the starting lineup. Now, they did have Kevin Durant, but that hodgepodge of a roster put up 117 points. That, Nick Young and Quinn Cook were the starting backcourt for the Golden State Warriors. And despite that, despite that happening, there are many saying, uh-oh, this is it. This is a sign. You know how they name a new pope and they have the smoke signs that go up at the Vatican? There are some who are desperately trying to sell that this is an indication that Golden State Warriors, now this is before the game, that the Golden State Warriors are screwed. They are boxed in and they are in trouble. So I want to talk about this. Let's discuss the question, what are your expectations now for the Warriors with these injuries stacked up? They have five players out, but the number's five. Five of their rotation players are injured, led by Steph Curry and Klay Thompson and Draymond Green. Uh, my expectation, I've altered my expectation. I have. Because I'm the type of person that looks at an individual situation, and I reevaluate. I do a check. I do a, a check of everything, and I've reevaluated the Golden State Warriors in light of Klay Thompson's injury 
And I've now decided that the Golden State Warriors are going to win the NBA championship. They're going to win the NBA championship this year. They're going to win the NBA championship. That's a bold statement. I know. It's shocking. I'm going with chalk, 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 chalk. But that's what I'm doing. So my thoughts on this, you've got the Terminator, the better story, and it'll even out. You've got all that. Now, number one. I like doom and gloom as much as the next guy. I pedal in doom and gloom. It's one of the things I'm pretty good at here. Sky is falling radio. One of my nicknames early on in my career was the Merchant of Doom. Uh, That was one of my nicknames there. Not the Prince of Darkness. That's Lee Klein. My nickname, Merchant of Doom. Uh, And I look at this and I say, well, Clay Thompson, yeah, it's bad. It's a shooting hand. All he does is pretty much shoot. And and that's a problem. That is an absolute problem. Do I think he's only going to be out a week? Hell no. I believe Klay Thompson will likely be out the bulk of the rest of the regular season. There's less than a month to go in the regular season. I could see him coming back for a game or two at the end, uh, but the reality is that he's likely not going to be any real factor the rest of the regular season. And do I think Steph Curry is going to come back anytime soon? No, I don't. Do I think his bum ankle that they'll throw some magic dust, they'll go over to Berkeley and get some magic dust and toss that on Steph Curry's ankle, and all of a sudden he'll be great. No. Do I think that Draymond Green is going to go see a, a medicine doctor in, uh, you know, in a tent somewhere, and they'll put some stuff on him and rub it in there? Is Balco still around? I don't think so. Maybe it is. And, and they'll put some stuff on Draymond Green. He'll be ready to go. No, I mean, they're going to have to overcome this. But when I say the Terminator, what was the line that the Terminator had? I'll be back. The Golden State Warrior players will be back. They're going to return. Listen very clearly. And I'm talking to you in Houston. Listen to me. All right? We got a lot of rocket guys that listen to this show. Listen to me. This is not some kind of death sentence for the Warriors. They'll suck it up. They'll suck it up. Absolutely. Now, the second thing, this helps the drama. It helps the drama. It's good for business because the narrative had been all along that when everything was done, Golden State was going to win. Now, now this allows broadcasters to legitimately, people that are shills that are in the tank for the NBA that work for those broadcast companies, they can then come out and say, well, no, no, I was wrong. Golden State's going to be in trouble now. And this adds a layer of fear for the Warriors not actually living up to their end of the bargain. It's a better story with Klay Thompson and Steph Curry and Draymond Green damaged. It's a better story. It is. It's a better story. They can sell it. They can talk about those dramatic shots of Klay Thompson and Steph Curry sitting in street clothes. They can also show them dancing at Steph Curry's birthday party the other day. I mean, they, they, All that. Put that all out, right? Great. Just wonderful. Now, I learned. I didn't pay attention much in school. That's why I'm doing overnight radio. If I had paid attention, I would be doing a day part, like a, a morning show or afternoon show or afternoon drive, or middays, but I didn't pay attention. One thing I remember, though, remember what they said in, in science class about a wounded animal, how dangerous a wounded animal is? Well, at this moment, the Golden State Warriors roster is a wounded and dangerous roster. Do I think that the Warriors can get performances like this from Nick Young and Quinn Cook on a regular basis? No, I do not. But the reality is that so many teams in the NBA are not trying to win. The currency of the NBA is lottery picks and losses at this point. 
You've got the haves and the have-nots, but there's such a, a large chasm between the haves and the have-nots that there's this, this race to see who can lose the most games in the NBA. And so the Warriors, they got a bunch of games against those teams. And so you play those teams, doesn't really matter. And you're also going to get the guys that are playing for the Warriors, you're going to get more focus for Golden State because these guys are getting their opportunity. They're getting their shot. Uh, they've been sitting around, uh, and, and they played limited minutes, and now they're getting an opportunity in a much more important role. The final thing here is the fact that while these guys will be back, right, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, I'll be back, they'll be back, uh, this is all going to even out. And for all of those rocket guys, you know who you are, who are pumping your chest out and doing a victory lap and, oh, we got this, oh, no, we got this now, uh, here's what I would tell you. Things will even out. The Rockets are going to be deformed. Their, their roster is going to be deformed in the playoffs. It's going to happen. It's inevitable it's going to happen. Now, it might not happen right away. Maybe it doesn't happen in the first round. Maybe the Rockets win the first round. But at some point, second round, it's going to rise up. The demon will rise. I feel like I'm a, an evangelist here. The demon will rise up. I'm giving a sermon. That's not, I could do that, right? Could I do that? I could, no. I couldn't do, I can't give a sermon and do the whole, uh, no? The Church of Mala. <laughs> no? All right. Anyway, I, I used to watch those when I was a kid because I didn't have, like, many channels. And so I, I was fascinated at how those guys, the televangelists would do their thing. Is that, are they still on? Are they still, uh, they're still, really, they're still a thing? They must hate the internet, right? Because, like, I don't know. Anyway, uh, Chris Paul's going to be hobbled. Chris Paul, I've seen it. Uh, I am a distant relative of the great Nostradamus, and Chris Paul's going to be hobbled at some point. James Harden will pull a Houdini act. You don't know when, but it's going to happen. It's inevitable. These are truisms, truisms of the NBA postseason. I have no skin in the game here. I got no skin. I'm not a Golden State Warrior fan. God knows that. And uh, the Rockets, no. I'm fair with the Rockets, but I, I, my position on this is that all of these wonderful stories that have been written on blogs and talking heads, Ken dolls on television, and blowhards on radio that have said these things over the last 24 hours about the Warriors, they're all wrong. They're all, every one of them's wrong because the Golden State Warriors are still going to win the NBA championship. These guys will re. Turn. All right, it's Ben Maller's show on Fox. Edmund, Dallas, Steamboat Willie, Judas Garcia, right over there. So hot. Uh, so, so hot? I am pretty hot. No. That was a good monologue. I was very proud of that. I'd give that a seven. Out of 10, I think so that's a 7. Odd that's a solid to hear you monologue. give praise to the Warriors. I'm a positive person, Eddie. <laughs> I, when I give my, when I preach here and I sermonize, <laughs> I am a positive person. Have I converted you, Eddie? Have I converted you to my teachings? Well, in, uh, as far as this t- subject goes, uh, yes, I, uh, I believe. I believe. <laughs> I believe. Yes, I do. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Oh, that's, Eddie, uh, it's so funny you said that because literally 20 seconds before we turned your mic on, Coop told us in the main studio here, what a weird take from Ben. Yeah, Why? Because you're Why? usually saying that the Warriors are just an ankle turn away yep. from being out of the playoffs. No, and look at all these guys that are hurt. But I'm looking at this objectively. And these guys, but these you don't are not usually any, do that. No, I, <laughs> listen, I am 
I am a person that looks at every. I deserve applause. I look at every. I didn't even think you knew what objectively meant. I am Mister Objective. Do you understand? I I don't just come in here and give (laughs) filibusters. I think I think this might be the fat sals talking. It might be. He's in a good mood. Is that what you're saying? Can you put some extra commercials in so I can eat my full (laughs) sandwich? Can you do that? No. We'll time it out. We can break right now. Yeah, we'll time it out right now to where you can eat and be in an even better mood if that's possible. Wow, wow, look at all this cooperation going on in the show yeah. here. This, it's amazing. <laughs> well, we all get along. We all we all are one common goal. One no grief, no guilt, none of that. We have <laughs> one common goal there. That's all we have. All right. If you would like to be part of oh, that, that uh, lady Amy hung up. I blame Tom Looney, Amy. Uh, I wanted to talk more to you. You seemed like a nice woman. Blame Tom Looney. Tom Looney. It's his fault. Uh, so your disappointment in getting on the air for a limited time. And the embarrassment of me hanging up on you to talk to Tom Looney, uh, it's his fault. Oh, nothing. Yeah. So send your nasty messages, your outrage towards Tom Looney. It's uh, his fault. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. Hey! And we bring in the master of ceremonies. His belly is filled with food. Will he have a problem like yesterday? We'll find out. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Okay. Um, a lot of analysts suspected that the New York Giants may go with Saquon Barkley at number two in the NFL draft if the Browns don't take him. Now, but uh, with Jonathan Stewart heading to the G-Men, do you think that they'll go with a quarterback now, Ben? Yeah, this will have no impact. Jonathan Stewart, nice guy. You might want to have a beer with him. He will have no influence on the Giants draft pick. I say they go quarterback, and I'll tell you why. A, Stewart is going to be 31 years old. Now, 31 years old is not old. I wish I was 31 years old. Uh, he's got a lot of miles on the odometer. And in the NFL, you've got this illness when you're 31 years old and you're running back. This is a temporary gig in New Jersey for Jonathan Stewart. Stewart, he's not going to be a Giant two years from now. Forget about it. And B, a bigger concern is the diminishing skills, the skills of Elijah Manning, who is 37 years old. They tried to get rid of him. Ben McAdoo lost his job because the fanboys in New York slobbered all over Eli Manning. God forbid we get rid of Eli. He plays like he's 47, but he's 37 years old. Now, we can all agree that quarterback, you know, the cliche, goes, it's the most important position on the field, blah, 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 blah. I get it. I have my doubts about all of these quarterbacks in the draft, but I also have doubts. I'm the only one that says I'm not convinced that Saquon Barkley is going to be the, the end-all, be-all, Le'Veon Bell 2.0. Not at all. I'm not – what have I seen to convince me is football Jesus. The smart money is to find a replacement, to attempt to find a replacement to Elijah. You need a quarterback. You'd like to think the Giants aren't going to be a staple at the top of the NFL draft. Next – now, Adrian Peterson has come out and said that his dream scenario would be to play for the Houston Texans. It's mine, too. I always wanted to play for the Texans. I remember when I was a kid watching their games. Well, it's, it's close to his Unless home, I don't, because they didn't exist when I was a kid. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, what That's you... his home where he had the camel. Yes, yeah. that is correct. I, well, what do you think the chances are that any team signs Adrian Peterson, let alone the Texans? I want a camel. Uh, Adrian Peterson, I believe, will get a chance, but not a legitimate chance. One of those fake chances... You know what I mean? Like Number one, Peterson is the football version of a blue light special. 
He used to be good. It's like a product that debuts with much gusto and people buy it and then people don't buy it anymore, so it ends up a blue light special. He still thinks he's great. He's got the bravado to think he's wonderful. Looks like Adonis. He plays like Peppermint Patty. Uh, so good luck on that. I mean, and number two, an NFL team, see, they will look at the brochure of Adrian Peterson. They'll bring him into training camp as an extra body, low-grade insurance if a running back gets hurt. He's had two chances since he left the Vikings. He's failed both of them. He got an F and an F with the Saints and the and the Cardinals. So uh, he'll get to camp, but he won't actually be a factor in the NFL. So I'll say less than 5%. Next! Now it looks like uh, ten- the Tennessee Titans have become a place for some New England Patriots retreads. Yeah, uh, that's it, true. Yes, yeah. they are signing a Malcolm Butler to a five-year contract, and they're also signing Deion Lewis. Now, Ben, my question to you is, do you think that the Titans overpaid for their free agent pickups? No, I, I don't think they overpaid. I think they have an obsession, a sick, perverted obsession with New England Patriot players. That's number one, right? I mean, Tennessee paid the market rate for free agents. And and have Patriot players left and done amazing things? I don't recall. Maybe Maybe they have. And, and Jimmy G will be a, a great player for the 49ers. But it seems like a lot of the guys that leave the Patriots, their crescendo is with the Patriots. And and the, the thing is, the, the way that the Titans have approached this is bizarre. And Malcolm Butler will be good. He's not an elite defensive back, but he's a pretty good defensive back. I think Deion Lewis is going to be a bust. He'll get hurt. I don't think there'll be much in the way of contribution there by the end of the year. Anyway, we're short on time. There it is. Mallard of the third degree. How did we do? Ben, you pass this edition. That's a winner! Just like this sandwich I'm eating, it's a winner! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. It's now time for... Time for... Hurry, hurry, I can hardly wait! Ask Ben. Twitter! Send us your questions on Twitter now. Ask Ben, your questions are answers. This is the equivalent of a mind-bender on the radio, and we pass the microphone over to the Koopa Loop, who will embrace the many questions that have been sent in by men, women, and children just like yourself. (laughs) All right, Ben, we're going to start off with a question for you. All right. Uh, This is an interesting one. Says uh, it's from David on Facebook. Hi, David. Ben, I am a dentist in Georgia. Georgia. Which crew member would you guess has the most cavities slash needs the most dental work? And then he says, uh, I would place Coop as an early favorite due to his snacking habits from known recreational activity. <laughs> Honestly, you are all high risk, late night eating. Yeah. Would you like to request or would like to request a future monologue on the benefits of fluoride? Oh, fluoride. Yeah. No, I'm gonna actually. I, I think I'm. I've got the worst. I think I'm gonna go number one. Uh, from my earlier abuse of food, uh, mainly, and I still uh, occasionally fall off the, the food wagon. How many cavities have you had, Ben? Uh, it's it's a, it's a mess. Uh, but I, <laughs> not one, not two, <laughs> yeah, not it's three. A, uh, it's a confusing. I can't count that. I no. Uh, no, I'm gonna go me. I would say number two. Yeah, nice. I'll go with you, Coop. Although you did get Hollywood dental care early, so maybe you're okay. That's true. I've only mm-hmm. had. Two cavities my whole life. Uh, Danny G's a lifetime radio guy, uh, so that means bad. bad uh, mm-hmm. no? I've had one cavity my no. entire life. Eddie? I had no cavities into my mid-30s, but then? since uh, since I've gotten married for some reason, I've had oh. two as well as like, right. Coop. I wonder whose fault that would be. Hmm. Clearly, uh, yeah. 
Obviously. I'm not saying. No resentment at all. <laughs> no animosity. No. All right. Next. Good right. dental hygiene question. Yes. Uh, ben, another question for uh, you. Back to back. Belly to belly. And another interesting one as well. All right. Uh, this is from Mike on Facebook. Hi, Mike. Mike says, to prove that this program is not the product of some talented voice actor playing all the members of the show, like yeah. maybe Justin Cooper, could Ben quickly give voice impressions of all the other show members? No. I, I want you to know that this is, this is actually, everything we do here is fake. I, I'm not going to do impersonations. What, when you listen to the radio, whatever device you're listening to, whether it's Alexa or whether it's your, your smartphone, I'm living in that device. Like, look at the device. I'm in the device. Look at me. I'm in the device. See that? I'm in the radio. I live here. This little stupid thing I live in. <laughs> You're actually Ralph Irvin. As well as Ben Mallory. Why you gotta why you gotta Take bring his name up? My ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ralph, who's like a stalker. All right. Every time Ralph's here, he's on my I mean, my God, Ralph. Let me breathe, Ralph. He's following me around like a puppy dog. Right. Let's ask Ben. All right, here's a uh, here's a question for Eddie. This is from Big Lou on Facebook. Oh, I've heard, I've met him. Yes. Uh, so have I. Eddie, back in the day, olden days when you watched the NBA, what team did you root for and who was your favorite player? I was a Lakers fan. Oh, I loved oh, the Showtime Lakers. Oh, and to this day, to this day, Magic Johnson is one of my all-time favorite Nice. Athletes. I knew you were flawed, and that's proof. All right, all right. Uh, Again, Eddie proves he has great taste. <laughs> I always thought of you as like a Terry Cummings Bucks fan back in the day, that era of Bucks basketball. But no. Yeah. Nope. All right, next. All right, Ben, uh, this is a question for me, actually. You're going to ask uh, yourself yep, a question. That's not awkward oh, at all, is it? From no. from Robert on Facebook. All right. <laughs> it says, for Coop, if Charlie Sheen just banged J-Law in front of you. Oh, and she wow. said, and she said Jennifer Lawrence. And she said, you were next, but, <laughs> but, you, but, but you had to raw dog it. Oh, boy. <laughs> Would you do oh, it? Oh. <laughs> this is the toughest Jennifer Lawrence question I've ever been asked. And I told Danny there, look, it would depend. <laughs> Listen, what kind of medical care you have? What would it depend on? Do I get to what be? What would it depend on? Do I get to be with her for like the rest of my no, life? Your short what? life afterwards? Like no, a, because no. she has so much money, I could like Magic Johnson it up oh, and like never God. have to worry yeah. about it. That's a good point, actually. right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's smart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So um, we would just replace the blood in your entire body. Well, no, Magic. Uh, what is he? Is uh, the the whole cocktail of pills and stuff? Well, yeah. Well, I mean, and now, like you know, nowadays it's so good. I, I think he's only a couple. Like, it's not even a cocktail anymore. Yeah. But anyway, have the prices uh, gone sounds, down? Sounds on that? like you're ready for this, Coop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bring hey, it on, if... Charlie Sheen. He lives right up the hill. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, this is a question for everybody. This is from Ernie on Twitter. Ask Ben. Be extra cautious as you listen. It's Ask Ben. When was the last time you went bowling? And if you did, were you good at it? This is a great question, from Ernie. Yes. A great question, Ernie. I have not been bowling in probably five or six years. I am very good at bowling. I'm a great bowler. And oh, really? I, I tried this past weekend. The weather wasn't that great, so I tried to convince the wife to go out bowling. And my wife saw I was like, oh, yeah, she loves everything. She's like, oh, yeah, I'll do that. And then we never end up doing it. So I'm all, I would, We should have like a bowling – we should all bowl, all of us. I'm, I'm down. I love fun. bowling. We should bowl. We got to golf, too. I want to go golf. Yeah, I go, that, would, that would be that, cool. That would be fun. Go to a really crappy public course and play golf and just have all kinds of debauchery. Eddie? So. Uh, my mother-in-law is in her late 70s, and she is in a weekly bowling league. Does she have and the shirt? So, Does she have, she have the bowling shirt? I don't know. I've never oh. seen her you know, like in action with her league. But 
every year for her birthday, we all go bowling. So uh, yeah. I don't remember when her birthday was, but a few months ago, we we went bowling like we do every year on her birthday. Oh, cool. All right. And I'm, I'm okay. Like, you know, 180, something like that. Danny G. About a year and a half ago, and uh, Christina and I both bowled 130. That's good, right? Yeah, sure. I, <laughs> go with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I th- like you, Ben, it's been probably a good four years or so, but I, th- I feel like I'm in the 160 range. Yeah. Well, we should do it. We should have, and we could put bets on who would be the, the top bowler. I think we should absolutely. I, do I don't see the golf thing happening, although I would do it. Uh, but the bowling thing, I think, has a possibility. No, the, why not the golf thing? Though we could go to a Coop doesn't have any clubs. I'm sure you can I get a just, couple of clubs. You I don't can think figure it out. I don't think Coop there's would a crappy do it. public course in my house. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play—from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. 
It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.